بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to the Fiqh program according to the four schools of thought with Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain and the topic for today is marriage marriage that's what we are talking about today with Mufti Saab and inshallah among many other questions we'll be answering these what to do on the wedding night how to protect one's chastity if one is not married as yet and how to keep your spouse happy so we'll be discussing these and other topics related to marriage Mufizab assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum hafiz imran and thank you to our engineer brother Lucky Shabalala Ameen jazakallah khair Mufizab let's go to the very first question coming in here and it says what are the virtues of nikah Mufizab بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa صلى الله عليه وسلم there are so many virtues of nikah mentioned in Quran Kareem and in the Ahadith Mubarakah. Because of time constraint, we will just mention few of them. Surah 13, Surah Ra'ad, verse number 38, Almighty Allah tells us and informs us, وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُلًا مِّنْ قَبْلِكَ وَجَأَلْنَا لَهُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَذُرِّيًّا before you, O Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we sent messengers and we granted them spouses and progeny and children. So every Nabi of all, Matya Allah jalla wala, from Nabi Adam alayhi salatu salam, right up to Sayyiduna wa Habibuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, everyone got married. Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam, after his second coming, he will get married. So that also proves this ayat. One Nabi only proven he did not get married. Nabi Yahya alayhi salatu salam, Quran says, wa hasura wa nabiya min as-salihin. So it shows that 99% of the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam got married, and that is one of the greatest virtues that we are following in the footsteps of the Anbiya and messengers alayhi salatu salam. Secondly, when we study the hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa alayhi salatu salam addressing the youth and telling encouraging them Ya ma'ashir al-shabaab You have the physical financial means and get married فَإِنَّهُ أَغَدُّ لِلْبَصَرِ Then you will control your gaze. You don't have to look here and there. You got your wife or your wife got the husband. وَأَحْسَنُ لِلْفَرْجِ And it fortifies and protects the private part, the hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Just juxtapose and compare this with today's world. Today's modern liberal democracies, they have these constitutions that are not worth the paper on which they are written. Any two adults can meet up, they can fornicate, they can commit adultery. Most countries today are going for the gay brigade. All that they allow, not only allow, they glorify it and they say it's part of human rights. 
Islam brought about a natural system where there is husband and wife that will lead to a dynamic, stable, pure society and that is the beauty of nikah. Such an institution, oh esteemed listeners of CII, in this world I perform nikah, you perform the nikah, so in on Jannet, Allah Himself will perform the nikah. Almighty Allah states, before you go to your damsels and beautiful women of Jannah, Allah will perform that nikah, so that institution of nikah will continue in the year after. What greater virtue can we have than that? What's up? Who must be present at the nikah? Minimum is the husband has to be present there because he has to say that Nakah tua wa kabil tua, I married this lady and accepted her. The lady will not be present herself when the nikah is performed in a masjid and so forth. She will appoint a wakil, a representative. Then normally we have the imam, the sheikh, the maulana, the mufti, qarisab, hafizab, whoever to perform the nikah. And beside that we have two witnesses, two male witnesses, and then we should have the wali. The wali physically does not have to be present. He is the guardian of the bride. So of the lady who is getting married, he must give consent. Obviously it's meritorious, desirable that he is there. So everybody knows he's the father or the brother of the bride or the grandfather. Grandfather meaning pasapa, the paternal grandfather, abul ab, dada what we call. So or the brother of that bride. Brother don't mean now a small laitiki, five, six years old, no. It means a person who is responsible 18, 20, 40, 30 years old. So in that way we know everything is above board. There is no hanky-panky business going on and there is no deception going on. So Islam wants to protect the honor, the dignity of the bride and the groom and this couple who are getting married. Therefore, all this, we go and buy bread or milk or whatever. We don't need witnesses. We don't need wali. We don't need that. Because remember, that is a daily occurrence. You get married once in your lifetime, twice in your lifetime or thrice, but very few people will go for thrice or four times. So it shows because of that to safeguard you, your integrity, your honor, dignity, these are the laws Almighty Allah has sent the wahi and revelation to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and said nikah, that announce the nikah fil masajid, perform your nikah in the masjid the hadith in Tirmidhi so all this we're supposed to do if we want to attract the mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla wa'ala. What's the dua after nikah? Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam abolished the dua which the people of Jahiliyyah used to recite. They were a chauvinistic community. They hated daughters. So when someone got married, they would say, Bil Banin, God, Allah must give you God. I'm using because they believe in idols and all. So their deities, so-called gods, must give them the sons and that. They never spoke of daughters. Islam says no. The hadith in Abu Dawood, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam set the precedent for humanity and posterity. When you make dua for the newly wedded couple, therefore, O Imam, O Sheikh, 
Usolam nice that nikah. So now the nikah is finished, you're making dua. Always make this dua. Barakallahu lak. Wa barakallahu alayk. Wa jama'a baynakuma fi khair. Allah give you barakah blessing from all sides. Allah keep you and your spouse in khair and goodness at all times. What a beautiful comprehensive dua. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa taught us. So whatever comes, there'll be barakah, a son or a daughter or whatever else, twins and so forth. Secondly, remember what is the meaning of barakah. Barakah blessing mean that al-ashya'ul qalila wal-manafi'ul kathira. You live a short life, but you leave a great legacy. Oh, you have, you understand, little bit wealth, but you can do so much with it. So all that way you have little, but so many people benefit. So that is called barakah. Shukran for the Musab, what must one do on the wedding night? Wedding night in Islam is called Laylatul Zifaf. Sheikh Nasruddin Albani, rahimahullah, great muhaddith and scholar. He made some serious mistakes, but he was a great scholar in hadith. Remember Sheikh Yunus, John Puri, one of the greatest ulama in India, Pakistan, is in India. He praised Sheikh Albani. He said, but but muhaddith, twice I asked him. So anyway, he wrote a kitab called Adab Zifaf. The etiquettes of the nikah night, the wedding night, that is when you got married, then at the same time, the same time means the same day that you're taking your wife and so forth. Some people get married today, but after two months, six months, one year, they make rukhsati. So whenever is your wedding night, it means that whenever you, the couple are together in privacy, in khalwa, so read Salat together. Remember the hadith in Musannaf ibn Abi Shayba. So you, the husband, you will be the imam and the wife will be behind you. Ya Allah, it's a new phase, a new stage in our life. And we beg you, Ya Allah, to envelope us with your mercy. Second one, that you give her a gift. That mahar you gave, one kruger coin, one gold coin, or the cash, 5,000 rand, 1,000 dollars, whatever. So that is the mahar, that is the marital gift. So beside that, on that night, give her another gift in cash or kind. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anamalk. So it shows anything it can be just to show your appreciation for your wife. Remember that. And giving gifts should not be only on the wedding night. You keep on giving your wife. In that way, your marriage will be enhanced and the bodies and the hearts will become closer. And third one, both parties should do this for one another. Take water and sprinkle on one another's forehead and make the dua. Allahumma inni asaluka khairaha wa khaira ma fiya wa a'udhu bika min sharriha wa sharri ma fiya Ya Allah, whatever goodness she has, let us share that. Whatever weakness she has, Ya Allah, I seek a protection. She will do the same, the hadith in Musannaf Abdul Razak. So it shows that today people don't do this. They're more worried about a honeymoon, which hotel they're going to stay. They don't even know the direction of the Qibla. Therefore, you find your divorce rate is spiraling out of control. The whole emphasis is on shaitaniyat and nothing to do with the pleasure of Almighty Allah. Ruzab, before relations, which dua must we read? Almighty Allah tells us in a noble Quran, وَشَارِكْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَوْلَادِ وَإِدْهُمْ Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, expel the shaitan. 
And when the shaitan was expelled, so Almighty Allah told him, you go and try all your tricks here on this earth. Become their partner, human beings partner in their wealth. Look at the ummah today. You put a hundred people, you will find ninety-five are involved in riba, interest, haram. And well, awlaad, the children, they also the shaitan is involved. How? Husband goes and fulfills the conjugal rights of his wife. Wife fulfills the conjugal rights of her husband. No name of Allah, nothing. It is just hit, bang, wham, thank you ma'am, quick, quick, everything. Hit and run business. Surah 17, Surah Bani Israel, verse 64. Surah 17, verse 64. So be very careful. So learn the dua. Bukhari Sharif mentioned the dua. Everyone, husband, wife, you youngsters want to get married this weekend. So you excited. Learn this dua. Bismillahi. Jannibani. Wa jannibi shaitana marzaktana. Everywhere something is halal, we take the name of Allah first. Bismillah. In the name of Almighty Allah, Jannibni, put me far away, Wajannibi Shaitana, and put the Shaitan far away, Marzaktana, from what you are going to bless us and give us. So husband, wife making dua, Ya Allah, bring us closer to one another, and put the Shaitan far away from us, and from the progeny and Allah to come. Imagine what a potent, powerful dua. Those children will become Qurra the coolness of the eyes otherwise they become shaitan and monsters which are the best du'as to read for pious children read the following three du'as all in the noble Quran number one Rabbana ablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun Surah 25, verse 74, Ya Allah, grant us as spouses, children, to the coolness of the eyes. Number two, you read Surah 46, verse 15. Surah 46, verse 15, Wa aslih li fi dhurriyati. O Almighty Allah, bring about reform, piety, goodness in my progeny, children, grandchildren. Third dua, Surah 14, Surah 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 40. Today, our children, the parents themselves, I don't want to so. So remember, if you want a stable, dynamic society, Rabbi, Surah 14, verse 40. رَبِّ جَأَلْنِي مُقِيمَ الصَّلَاةِ وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِي Ya Allah, make me of those who establish the salat. And make my children also, they read salat. And they make others read salat. رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَى O Allah, accept the dua. Now you tell me, are we reading this? 90%, 80% the ummah not interested. Remember Surah 14, verse 40. So read my parents, read my brothers, sisters. Remember dua is the weapon of the believer. My dua kitab's name, you can purchase it from the bookshops. What happens when the wife is in menses? When the wife is in menses and the husband is on the high now, so remember husband, the hadith in Abu Dawood, that uh, you must tell your wife the portion from the navel to the knees, or rather make it above the navel to below the knees, so in that way you're safe. So she must cover that portion. You can't touch their skin to skin, the thigh and all these type of things, the private and all that you can't touch when she is in menses. Surah 2, verse 2 
2.22. So all twos there. وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْمَحِيدِ They ask you, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, regarding menses, قُلُوا هُوَ أَذَا It is dirt, it is napak, and so forth. فَأَتَزِلُوا النِّسَافِ الْمَحِيدِ Separate from them. Separate does not mean you can't sleep with your wife. You can sleep, but you can't fulfill conjugal rights. And that portion, you mothers, sisters, you young ladies who are just married, remember that, make sure you got the izar and all that on, and your portion from the navel to the knees must be covered. When you're not in your menses, then everything is fine, no problem. Rizab, how must one protect one's chastity if one is not married? If a person is not married or you are married and now your wife went for confinement or she went for holiday to her parents' place and so forth and now you are also like, you know, one day every second day, ihtilam, wet dream and so forth. So what should you do? Remember hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa said, you youngsters, you must fast because this fasting it breaks and crushes the desire today we got our youngsters there they are firing blanks one after the other so you know what I mean by blanks they are having wet dreams and so forth so remember you must start fasting Monday, Thursday and in that way they end today one button you press thousand haram pictures and what then what goes on so you must remember these youngsters here yeah, the champion in all these kind of things old people are champions what are the youngsters? So remember that the easy way that you protect yourself is you read your five daily salat on time with khushu and khudu inna salata tanan al fahshai wal munkar Allah will protect you and fast inshallah then you protect your private part as well. Before we wrap up one last question to you how must one keep their spouse happy? Remember, I normally call this recipes when I address the ladies. I call it prescriptions when I address the men. Quickly, make salam to one another. Your house will become a home. Your home will become Dar salam a home of peace, tranquility. Mustafa sallallahu hadith, afshu salama baynakum for mutual muhabba. Number two, Give gifts to one another That will generate mutual love Take for your wife a gift Chocolate or a rose Or whatever she likes And tell her Oh honey take this money Without her asking See how Almighty Allah Will let the hearts come close to one another Number three Smile with one another We go to the bank We go here and there We smile with the other haram ladies With the wife we don't smile so smiling is contagious. You smile, wife, the husband will smile. Husband smile, you will smile, that's the wife. Fourth one, keep a nice names. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa kept affectionate name for Siddiqa, Sayyidah Aisha, Ya Humaira. Oh, you with the red, red complexion. So imagine, darling, honey, all these type of things. Then the next one is share the utensils, eat in the same plate, drink from the same glass, the same cup. Even if you 
you don't do it every day occasionally and remember the dua ya wadud ya wadud ya allah join our hearts and the bodies and rabbana hablana min azwajina so these are the prescriptions for a healthy powerful good marriage the children will see it look at father mother how happy they are when i used to teach in darlum i could exactly tell you in one two weeks this child came from a stable home or came from a broken home you can just see the body language of the children so remember it has a definite impact on your children Shukran for the Musab and that's where we wrap up on the FIQ program according to the four schools of thought Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh